I want to just talk about Jokic for a second. So, um, he is averaging in uh, these finals. It's funny. <laughs> I, I just have to laugh. Uh, 33.3 points, 14 rebounds, and 9.3 assists on 59% shooting overall and 44% uh, percent shooting from three. 86% from the line, by the way. Um, so I'm going to... This is where his current playoff run ranks. These are all via basketball reference. Um, so this is not just the finals. This is the entire playoff run. Um, I'm going to start with a stat that I make fun of all the time, uh, which is PER because it's a stupid stat, but it does mm -hmm. it, it encapsulates counting stats very well. And just again, as a snapshot, Jokic's PER um, is 10th of any playoff run all time right now. Um, and the guys ahead of him, there are there's one Michael Jordan um, season ahead of him, uh, Jordan's first championship. There are uh, two LeBron seasons ahead of him. There's a Kareem season. There's a Hakeem season. Um, there's a Donovan Mitchell season, actually, the bubble Donovan Mitchell season. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's a Mike in uh, a Julius Irving. Uh, I think that's actually from that's from the ABA. Excuse me. So he's actually ninth in NBA history. And oh, by the way, another Jokic season last year. His PER from last year was even higher than this year. That's PER. Okay, now the three ones that I'm interested in. Value over replacement player. Also, 10th. Um, again, this postseason run. Guys ahead of him, there are two Jordan seasons. There are four LeBron seasons. There's a Duncan, a Bird, and then a Kawhi. Uh, the year the uh, Kawhi won the uh, title with the Toronto Raptors. So, top 10 all time there. Win shares. 18th. Um, a bunch of LeBrons, a bunch of Jordans, some Kareems, a Kobe, a Shaq, a Bird. Uh, there's one Dwayne Wade. There's one Dirk. There's a Duncan. But like again, these this is the company. And then the last one is uh, uh, plus minus, uh, box plus minus. He's eighth all time. Uh, excuse me, seventh all time NBA. The only six ahead of him: Wade, Jordan, Kawhi, Hakeem, another Jordan, and then LeBron. This is one of the greatest playoff runs of all time, bar none, hands down. It's like it's obscene. So you went to the advanced metrics to explain how dominant he's been, and they're all going to perfectly explain how how good he is and how great he has been throughout this playoffs. Um, I'm going to dumb it down for everybody a little bit. He's averaging 31, 13, and ten in the, in playoffs. the playoffs. In the playoffs, yeah. No one's ever done it. It's, nobody's ever done it. It's fucking nuts. 31, 13, and 10. And this is what I, I can't say this enough. Like Van Lathan on, on a pod with, with Simmons a couple weeks ago said it perfectly. Like he'll go into Oscar Robertson mode and then he'll go into Larry Bird mode. And then suddenly he'll just turn to goddamn Shaq for like an entire possession. And I was like, what do you, what, what do you do there? The, we didn't, we didn't talk after the Lakers series, but watching him in that second half, like dominate the game with his rebounding. So there's your, like he turned into Moses or he turned into, um, I, I guess Wilt would be, or Russell or like the, the key rebounders, but like Tim Duncan. So he had that element. Then like the weird circus shots he was hitting, the the three pointers where they're, they're, the shot clock's running down 
And it's like, all right, well, we're tough. We're forcing a tough fadeaway, like long shot from Jokic. And he's still swooshing it. And then the possession that gave them the lead for good in the final minute was him bully balling Anthony Davis and LeBron James to get to the rim to make a layup like Shaq in that iconic picture of him with five nets on him (laughs) in the 2002 finals. And it's like, this this is what we're getting now. Like the this is the the but alien you know, nature of Jokic. The and best it's been part, really cool to see it. You know, quantified and and eventually culminate in what is, might end up being a title this year. God, it it is great to see that, and it's great because it'll it'll finally put all of the ridiculous arguments. And by the way, I've been I've been purveyor of some of those ridiculous arguments because when we sit down even before this playoff started and we're like, okay, who are your rank the guys you want for this playoff run? Like I don't think I had Jokic in my top five because I was I was concerned about the defense. Well, guess what? Which leads to another discussion that I, I think is interesting that I, I don't want to have today, but like the Nuggets are two wins away from the title and they have Jamal Murray, who's like a is he a mediocre defender? He's got good size, you know, but I think even mediocre would probably be a, a little kind. And Michael Porter Jr. and Jokic in their starting lineup, there is something to be said for like having a defense that as long as all of your guys like know where to be and are generally there more often than not, how well you could do with that. And obviously, Aaron Gordon and KCP are very good defenders, but... um. Anyway, I was dead wrong on that, and I feel like an idiot. But yeah, it'll be good to put all that stuff to rest. And just to to put a cap on your point about all the, the different ways he could beat you, he knows when each way is required. Like, there's never how often are you watching him, and there's like, oh, that was a bad decision by Jokic. His intelligence, yeah. Which is why, like, I, look, this is going to come off as a shot to this guy, and it's because it is Russell Westbrook. Yeah, thirty point triple doubles. But like you'd watch those games, and even in his best games, there were those handful of possessions where you're like, "Man, that's just not the right, that's not the right move there." Um, and Jokic, it's like he picks his spots so perfectly; it's amazing, it really is. I'm, I'm literally staring at the stat head right now: thirty, thirteen, and ten. No one's ever done it, but this playoff run by Nikola Jokic. Single-handedly got got rid of Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and sent the Suns into a spiral. LeBron James and Anthony Davis. He was like, "Oh, that's cute." You got to the conference. Think about the guys he sent home. You're right. Right, like this Miami Heat. He's the best coach in the NBA and playoff Jimmy. This this thing we've all been, you know, idolizing and and putting on a pedestal. Which, like, look, he might be hurt. There's a there's a Jimmy Butler element to this that is also fascinating to me, but like the fact that he's able to send these guys home is actually pretty fascinating, especially the way he's doing it. Like sh- who has slowed him down? Who? Well, not can a I just, single one. Hold on. There's a, there's a guy you, you didn't mention there. Um, when we look back on this era of basketball and we, and this is probably why I think this is why it would have been cool to maybe get the, the Embiid Jokic mm. finals. Yeah. The three dominant centers defensively in the NBA over this era have been Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis, and I would say Joel Embiid with a with a tip of the cap to Bam Adebayo, who he's playing right now. And you know what? Like You didn't even mention Rudy Gobert in the first round with Minnesota because it was an afterthought because that wasn't a series. It was a gentleman's sweep. 
which reminds me of you mentioned Shaq before. Remember when Dikemi Mutombo, four-time defensive player, four-time or three-time, whatever he was, he won a bunch of those awards. They, the Sixers went out and traded for him specifically. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, what if we face Shaq in the finals? And they face Shaq in the finals. It meant nothing. Didn't fucking matter at all. 